Welcome friends, I am so grateful you are joining us today for Homespun, where we discover the, all the magic that comes from refocusing our lives around the home. I'm your host Catherine Garland, a wife, a mama, and a lover of all things homemaking, who is passionate about creating a dream life of safety and joy for my four incredible children. I cannot wait to share today's conversation with you. Let's get into it. Hello friends and welcome back to Homespun. I just had the most amazing conversation with Chris Ladon. She is a mom of two. She lives with her husband in New Jersey and she has her own business where she preserves memories for families. She helps curate your family photo albums and your digital photos and she is just a joy. We had this amazing conversation about photos and memories and home life around that and grandparents and all these magical bits and pieces of how photos are so key to remembering and preserving the amazing lives that we lead. So I hope you enjoy this conversation because it was truly a joy to chat with Chris. Hello everyone. I am so grateful to be sitting here with the beautiful Chris Ladon. She is just this beautiful soul who makes you feel loved through even just through her voice notes and quick Facebook messenger. It's just, a she is blessing us today with her presence, and I am so grateful to be with you today, Chris. So thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, I feel hugged. Thank you for that. <laughs> that is so sweet. Aww. I appreciate you sh- letting me share the space with you, Catherine. Aww. This is such a joy to get to know you and uh, share some goodness. <laughs> yes. I'm really excited about this conversation because anybody thinks so much about pictures. There's, there's They take them for granted, the ones that hang on your grandparents' dining room wall or you know, photo books that sit collecting dust on your book bookshelf in the, the basement. But there's just, there's something so powerful about all those pictures. And true. they really do help build, they build a home, they build a life and they, oh. they remind us of the life that we've built and that those around us have built. So it's Absolutely. such a beautiful thing. Yes. Yes. And, we are in agreement. <laughs> yeah. I would just, I usually end asking my guests what the word home means to them, but I kind of want to shift that and let that lead us into the conversation. So I'd love to know what the word home means to you. Love that question. Um, Home means love. It's where my heart is. They say your home is where your heart is. That's very, maybe cliche for me to bring up as an answer, but um, home is where the people I love the most either live now or come back to. Mm. And, uh, when they're not here, cause I am like one leg out the next leg to be empty nest. Um, oh. this is still going to be their home, even when they're spreading their wings and out in the world, this is home. And now that I'm cutting back on kids, I seem to be filling the space with pets, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and even if you can see the screen when you're listening to this or not, I, I have images of the people closest to me, uh, so that I, when I'm working or I'm having a rough day and I just need to be uplifted, I have some key memories that just make me feel connected to those that I love and hold dearest. So that's home is more than a space. Mm -hmm. Home is definitely um, roots and where we're connected. It's funny that you say that because my, my husband asked me a little while ago, he's like, where's your favorite place to be other than home? And the first place that I thought of was, well, my parents' house, 
Like, so right. it's just, it doesn't matter how old you get. It's like that. Yes. And if I had to yes. go farther than that, I think I'd say like my grandparents' house, which they don't even own anymore, but like right. it's the next image I get, you know? That's so it's true. That's really where you put like roots down. And, exactly. Yeah. It's where you yeah. put roots down and made memories with those you love the most. And that shapes who you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Having a good, a good connection like that is so yeah. It just feels so good. Yeah. It really does. It does. And it, it actually, you're, you're reminding me of when my parents downsized. Well, actually they didn't downsize at first, but when they moved out of the house where my sister and I grew up, mm. we joked that they upsized to make room for grandkids. Um, but just moving physical addresses, um, it was bittersweet, but Honestly, I have, I've never missed a Christmas with my parents and I'm 51 except one. And that was a pandemic that we (laughs) remember a little too well, but home going home for Christmas meant going to my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful that my husband is so happy with that tradition. And we didn't ever have to choose between, you know, one family or the other to keep up that tradition but wherever they move, th- that's going home for Christmas. And during the pandemic, they did downsize. And again, it didn't, while I missed those other two places, I, it, it was about mom and dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it wasn't about the physical postal address for me. It was about the fact that now if they weren't around anymore, I would have a lot more white knuckle cling uh, clinging behavior probably to those locations but it's it's where the hearts are beating (laughs) yeah yeah I'm curious when when did they first upsize for grandkids what how old were you when that happened okay so I was I was 31 when they upsized yeah yeah and my my parents moved when I was in high school I think I was I want to say 17 Okay. And they moved from the house where I came home from the hospital to this house. And mm-hmm. I remember like being really upset about it and mm. it just didn't, it just didn't feel good. And I, I gave them a little bit of flack about it. And like, it wasn't my decision, obviously. And, you know, oh, yeah. but, and we didn't even move far. Like I didn't have to change schools. It was none of that stuff. It was just, right. I, and I remember, you know, when you're really tired after a vacation or something and you close your eyes and you just like picture your bedroom, I pictured my bedroom from the other house for years. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. But it's definitely, um, you know, in order to grow, we have to change. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think of change maybe as a triggering, not so pleasant thing, but, Mm -hmm. um, today for me, change means I can grow and I don't mean to tangent, but as I mentioned, I'm about to have empty nest. I have, my baby is a senior in high school and we're doing the whole college application and audition thing because we're all artsy fartsy people here. We have all <laughs> musicians and dancers. And um, un- not unfortunately, life has given us the potential to relocate. And this is the house my kids know growing up. And fortunately, we would not have to do it until after she graduates high school. But the thought of coming home to not this house and probably not this state is a scary thing that we're working through right now, me and my little one. Mm-hmm. So are we as a family, really? But mm-hmm. um, my husband travels a lot, so I'm the one around, you know. Right. 
And uh, so we're hopping on a plane tomorrow to go check out uh, schools, uh, take some tours and check out some neighborhoods in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, with and I'm taking my little one because I want her to not only figure out what are the best places to live, but actually feel like she's got a say mm -hmm. in some of the influence on what are the good areas where we'd like to live and where can we make some happy new memories? Um, because nothing is going to feel the same when she comes home from school, no matter where we live, you know, yeah. we, we all grow when we live somewhere else. So we have a new experience and we have a fresh perspective. Yeah. So yeah, that's a lot of what's news for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah. Mm, lots. Of and change. I mean, we've, we've moved houses a lot in the last, more than I would care to admit in the last, I don't know, five, five or so years. Um, yeah, my, my youngest is almost six and she's lived in four houses. Okay. So we've moved more than I wish we had, but it really does speak to that. Like, it's just, it's where the people are, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like all the moves helped you kind of tidy up some of the stuff that could collect in the process? Cause you have to pack everything up. Not nearly as much as it should have. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't shit all over yourself. I didn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's, it's not, and it wasn't all me. It was like our, our one daughter has just, or just a regular Ikea bed. It's not a fancy bed mm -hmm. at all. And mm -hmm. I was going to leave it yeah. and just get her a new one, the exact same one if she wanted. And the tears, she was like, but then it won't have this scratch from when I did this and this bite mark from when oh, this happened. She's and sentimental. Went, okay, <laughs> we'll take your bed across oh. the country. Fine. Oh. You know, so yeah. That's what I mean. It's not all, it's not the. It's not in a bad way. It's just in a right. real life that a lot of stuff came. Yeah. 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 I hear you. So, oh, it's okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say the one thing that you did say to me before this was that mm -hmm. you have a passion to create opportunities for stronger relationships yeah. through the joy of reminiscence between yes. loved ones. Yeah. I feel like we're kind of talking a little bit about that. And I really like really that are. because you know, the memories, they bring people together and it's the, these shared visions, shared dreams, shared joys that we've had, shared experiences that are kind of, well, for your business captured on these, on these pages. Yeah. And it, it brought to mind two really strong images when I first, that first came across is, okay. I remember sitting at my grandparents' table, which I'm actually currently sitting at right now because I have my grandma's table, but Aww. I was sitting at my grandma's table and I just was always peppering her with questions like who's this in that picture and I've heard this mm -hmm. name before and and it, it really I really enjoyed when she would tie it all together and it was like it really felt like getting to know myself yes and just how how cherished I hold those memories of her just telling me stories of just like when she used to go to her grandma's farm which was like just right. just a story to her but to me it was so much more right and then also just the joy of like my kids like to sit and just like pull out every photo they can find and yes. look at all these photos and just pour over them and hey mom who is this and when was this right. and what were we doing here and I just there's just so much joy in these memories yeah and I would just like you to speak to that and like how you got yeah how that how that was kind of fostered for you oh thank you for asking that well first of all I'm so serious about reminiscing that that's the name I gave my business reminiscence and uh, nobody can spell it so podcast is not called reminiscence <laughs> <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> picture love was a little easier to spell. Um, but I believe that photos can be an extremely powerful tool, like you just described, that allows humans to bond over memories. 
And when you're talking from a generational standpoint, where you are able to use photos to introduce your children to your greats, your grandparents, your great grandparents, then they feel like they are truly connected to something bigger than themselves. And I really believe that that's where we draw so much of our worthiness from, where we get our sense of self uh, by understanding that we are pieces of a whole. And uh, I, I find myself saying this too much. I got to get myself a t-shirt roots before branches. Oh. You know, when we, when we are connected to our roots, I mean, that's why in wellness, they tell you to ground yourself. Nature helps ground you. Mm -hmm. So you just, you feel centered and balanced. And I think that by rediscovering and sharing family photos that connect us to our family roots that we understand more who we are and our worth. And I love so much when I get to serve adoption families who might feel like there's a bigger gap in that situation. And, and some things maybe we don't have access to, but other things we do, and we can actually start traditions right here and right in this very moment by capturing a moment, protecting it, sharing it, and paying it forward so that our future generations can feel connected to something truly loving and beautiful. And to that end, my business mission is really, it's more than scanning photos or making albums or a beautiful wall display. While those are all very practical services to offer, mm -hmm. it's really about rediscovering, reliving, and preserving what matters most. And part of that is letting go of some of the extras and the clutters and the headless pictures. <laughs> Back when I was a kid, my mom had a very forceful finger on the shutter button. You know what I'm doing right now. I'm miming <laughs> yeah. to hold an old fashioned camera where there was an actual shutter button, you know, the kind of thing where we'd put a roll of film inside and maybe a flash that would make 10 people blink because it was like being hit so with great. a high, high beam headlights in the eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> My mom's arthritic fingers. God bless her. She's the best. But She'll tell you she had to press really hard to get that click. And frequently that meant me getting decapitated in a frame. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and as dear. a child, I didn't think it was as funny as now I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Were you um, the tallest one in the photo? So it was always you or? No, nope. it just depends. You know, we were yeah. rarely all in a frame. I grew up a family of four, me and my little sister and my parents. Oh, and a dog. And uh, yeah, we really weren't all in a frame together, but I was the older one and always tall. And yes, <laughs> there were head chops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I but like that you we, can laugh about it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. And yeah. we can we can throw this away. We can bless them, say thanks for the thought. <laughs> you know? 
But mm -hmm. even today on digital photos, how many times do we take pictures of the palm of our hand, not realizing that the camera app is open, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a little tidying up that can take place to help make that um, that reminiscing a little bit easier, a little more pleasant. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's for sure. But it's so if, needed too, because how many times you take like, especially in the digital camera age or like yeah. the phone camera age where you take... 10 pictures to make sure you get the shot. And then how do you pick which one's the best? And then you end up with yeah. 10 pictures when you really need one. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and who, here's a trick. You ever use live photos on your camera? I have done a live. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what a live photo really is? I'm guessing it's just a series of photos, but I don't, I've never really thought about it. It's like a two second video basically. So if you just take a live photo then you can actually scroll through and choose what's the key image and delete the rest. So it is like a, a series of photos, but okay. when you're scrolling through them on your phone, they look like they're moving. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you have any Harry Potter fans in your realm where the pictures are actually animated. Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> they look like movies. So when you're yeah. thumbing through the camera roll on your smartphone, if they're live and not turned off, they'll look like they're moving. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one one thing that we have that people are not realizing. You can actually just, you know, take a live photo or two instead of 10 or 20 regular ones and put the phone down and continue to be present. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I love that you said that because it's so, it's sometimes so hard to feel present because you're so worried about capturing the memory and then you're missing the memory yeah. in live action, right? Yeah. I do surprise yeah. people when I say, you know what, there are times when you just need to not bring the camera out mm -hmm. and just make the memory and trust that you've captured a lot of life. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, we, it's just so easy nowadays. I mean, if your device is charged, your camera's ready mm -hmm. and it's, it's so, so, so important that we allow ourselves the gift of literally making eye contact and um, I I giggle with my husband. I don't think my daughter's going to hear this conversation. So I'm just going to share a little bit. <laughs> She's still at age 17, will be in on stage or in a crowd and look to see if we're watching her. Uh, she will amazing. still look at us, especially if my husband's there. They have this really strong connection. We're all really, really close. But there's something very specific about a father-daughter connection. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she looks to him to see if he's watching, well, both of us, it just, it kind of, I see the little girl inside her every time she does that. And that yeah. makes me so happy. And if I'm busy looking through the, the, the screen, sometimes I miss, oops, excuse me. Sometimes mm -hmm. I miss those moments. So, yeah. Hmm. And I mean, that's, that's what you don't want is you don't want to miss. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, that's such a difference from say our grandparents generation where like, you know, you just didn't take those photos. You One photo mm -hmm. album is 10 years worth of photos, actually, right? right? right. Versus now where 10 minutes can fill 10 photo albums because yeah. yeah. we're just so snap happy because it is right there all the time. Yes. You know, yes, and absolutely. it doesn't, it doesn't, it used to cost money to buy film and develop the photos. Mm -hmm. So you were, mm -hmm. you were a little stingier with your, sure. <laughs> with your clicking, right? Stingy or overboard because you'd take order 
you know, you take too many of a shot, not knowing what's going to come through. And then maybe you needed doubles for somebody. <laughs> so you're actually throwing out <laughs> twice as many. You remember, remember those days, doubles, yes. like quadruples. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. And yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, that's so, bringing me back. I haven't thought about that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nostalgia. I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I really like that. It's like, it's, and it's, it's that whole conversation around photos. Like that's what it does is it brings, even just the conversation about photos brings back so yeah. many memories. It's, it's such a funny little thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, if you, storytelling is okay, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Please. You. Okay. No. So. I remember we had a hurricane, I think it was Sandy, uh, and it really hit this part. I'm in New Jersey, Northern New Jersey, about an hour West of New York city. And, uh, I will never forget. We were out of power for about five or six days. And that's how I learned how to make a fire in my fireplace PS, but <laughs> I digress. Um, I wanted, I want, it was this time of year and I wanted a Christmas card picture. And I'm like, we're cooped up the four of us under one roof. I'm going to get me a Christmas card picture. Right. And I don't <laughs> care what it takes some point. And the girls were especially cheerful one afternoon. And my dad's just, or my husband's just like, he's a good dad. He just takes one for the team. <laughs> he's not failing it. I'm like, okay, picture time by the fireplace. Let's prove we actually had a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was not a single one where all four of us were looking at the camera and it was just crazy. And the cat would come and photo bomb and then somebody would make a face at the other person. And the next thing I knew, there was not a single Christmas card looking photo, but they were all so great. I picked, I picked the funniest one, the funniest, most candid looking one, even though I was trying to get us posed, I realized that what I got was so much better <laughs> than anything we could have had staged at a professional portrait studio or anything. Um, yeah. And I actually ended up hanging up on my wall because I loved that photo so much. The one we ended up with, and I dumped the rest because quite honestly, that watered it down. So yeah. once, once we agreed that that was the funniest and the best one kept it, it was great. And we even did that a couple other years just because it became a favorite. And, uh, the year we adopted our dog, she's <laughs> It's getting really antsy, not understanding what's going on. Why is everybody sitting this way? <laughs> and so I think the one we chose, the little one's like chasing her out of the frame, like, where are you going? <laughs> and the other one's in the background, like laughing her head off. And it was just so perfect because it was like authentic. This is just who we are. You have and the personalities. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Those are really the best shots that like everyone's posed one. And I, I have four children and I can't tell you the last time I actually got a photo where there's six people looking at the camera. Right. But most of the time I look at it, I'm like, that is exactly who they are in this moment. Yes. though, And I love yes. that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Perfectly posed is overrated. If anything, what's perfect about it? You know, we're not Barbie dolls. We're, yeah. we're people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are not symmetrical. 
we do not have the same emotions at the same time. We love each other, but we're all in different vibes and and that's good. That's what yeah. makes our family who our families who they are, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. One of the best we had some outdoor photos done uh in the spring and uh-huh. One of the best photos from that whole day, in my opinion, is this one with my youngest, like cuddling one of our, our rabbits and our rabbits are not pets, but she insisted on having one in the photo. Uh-huh. And I was like, cause, because, especially because they're not pets. I was like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't want this, but I was like, I got it. She's it's either this or she's not going to be in any of them. Right. And there's this one picture the photographer zoomed right in on her and it's the sweetest photo of her. I think I've got. And I almost vetoed the bunnies all together, you know? So you just right. letting nice. it unfold. Wow. Right? We used yeah. to have pet bunnies, come to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We sure did. Lucy and Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> names. That's, yeah. Those are some old-fashioned names there for the bunnies. Yeah. Well, the I Love Lucy show is our inspiration for that one. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. we we like some of those things, but yeah, yeah, this is, this is really a heart medicine for me. Thank you for letting me uh, go down memory lane with you. Yeah. (laughs) I also, I really like another word that you use. I just wanted to see if you'd speak to a little bit, but just some phrasing is you were talking about how, um, the memory preservation aspect and everything, it uplifts us to be the family historians. Oh, and I'd love it if you'd speak a little bit to what you mean by that, because I, I love sure. that idea. And okay. I've always thought of my grandma as the family historian. And then that kind of made me think, well, we all are. Right. Well, is your grandma still around? Yes. She is. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. The matriarch I'm very continues. Lucky. Yes, she is. You are very blessed that you have four children who can know who, the, who she is during her life. Mm-hmm. That is amazing and every time we see her i make sure i get that photo where nobody's looking except her but (laughs) right well um so the family historian that label i use that very loosely because it looks different for everyone some Mm. people you know boast they are genealogists other people don't realize they're the historian but they're the ones at all the events taking the pictures Mm. Um, some are the siblings or the cousins who receive all of the photos that they inherit from their loved ones when, you know, houses are downsized or needing to be emptied and others are just natural storytellers. So whether they see it or not, you're, you're right. In some facet, almost all of us could be considered a family historian, but some take it more from a matriarch or a patriarch role. Mm-hmm. And some take it as more like, okay, well, this is just how I view the world. And my family history is through this lens, you know? So it mm-hmm. it's really, it's unique to each individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think of it as a compliment. Uh, some people might feel a little burdened mm-hmm. and not wanting to oh, choose that label because of the responsibility that. that can come with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, people, I'm a recovered people pleaser. And so I, I have empathy for people who do feel a little over pressured by, uh, feeling labeled that way. But I think it's really a compliment to be called that. And I think it's, uh, to be, to think of yourself or somebody else as a family historian is somebody who just really honors their roots, honors their stories and wants to make sure that you know, we protect what is valuable. 
And the burden part, I try to serve that. I try to alleviate that in my work Mm -hmm. Um, because whether I didn't mention this before, but I'm a former public school music teacher. Mm. So pictures and arts and music, um, those are my love languages. Okay. And it's, it's just all connected to heart. And if I can either teach somebody how to manage them and feel less overwhelmed and weed through them, then great. The picture love podcast and some of the resources I put out there are try to help, try to help meet those people where they are. Mm-hmm. But honestly, when clients come to me, sometimes they just are too overwhelmed and they need somebody to delegate it to because they're just know that that's how it's going to get done. Right. So, um, yeah. There's really no one size fits all. And and sometimes somebody thinks they can do it themselves and they need a closer to come in. And so they call me. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. Or, or they see once I get them started and they see how it works, then they are ready to take the reins. Mm-hmm. But we all are the historians of our own stories. Mm-hmm. And if we can just take a spirit of gratitude and realize all of the blessings that are in front of us. And if you're buried in too many pixels and piles, maybe that's evidence of a whole lot of love in your life. Yeah, that's such a good way to look at it. Cause those are like, all those photos are such a blessing. And I mean, I definitely have felt the overwhelm of trying to sort through photos. Yeah. And uh, I did maternity and newborn and first year shoots with all of my children. And the other day, one of them found some of those. I can't remember which one found which. Let's say one of them found like the maternity photos. And all of a sudden, all of them wanted to see all of theirs. And I just, we dug them all out. And it's like hundreds because it's four times three photo shoots, right? Yeah. And it was just, wow. You know what I mean? So I can, it it gets overwhelming because like at that moment, how do you choose one? And then they want to put them up places and you know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. I can see how that can be really, but yeah. they were so excited about all those yes. photos at the same time, right? They're like, this is me when I was in your belly. That's you when you were in her belly. This, you know what I mean? Yes. The joy that yes. it brought as well, right? Like it's as much as it's a lot and it can be overwhelming. It's so worth it. It affirms them. Mm-hmm. They see, oh man, I was cute. <laughs> you know, or <laughs> I remember when you were that small, they, it gives them opportunities to love on each other and it's photographic evidence that they are loved and they are worthy and they matter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. Good. And just the stories they were telling each other about, like they, they don't remember these photo shoots. They're just repeating stories that we've told them about the day or whatever. But did you know when this picture was taken and like, they're three days old in the photo. They don't remember, but <laughs> that's awesome. It's yeah. funny because when they have an image and they have your storytelling put together, they're making movies in their mind. Mm-hmm. The brain doesn't recognize that they weren't present for that for, to, you know, the brain doesn't remember that they didn't have these thoughts then. Yes. Yeah. The brain realizes these are emotions connected to these images and these stories and they're mine. That's what the brain understands. Which is such a beautiful thing. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah, the affirmation. 
kudos to you for having done those because let me tell you, I have two kids and that's two arms and you have four. (laughs) So you have double the bodies to care for. (laughs) So I'm, I'm impressed. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a blessing though. They're so wonderful. Yes. I I don't doubt that you have beautiful children. I don't doubt that a bit. And you know, all of our children are precious and um, may they always remember that. Mm -hmm. And may our photos remind them when they forget, when Mm -hmm. we're not present to tell them in that moment. (laughs) Yes. Right. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I am I so grateful. Home. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> You'll no, I mean, home. you know, home, not house, yeah. but I mean no, I know. home. I feel like I the know. Feeling. It. <laughs> yeah. It's the vibe, right? It's the vibe. Yes. Yes. The yes. beautiful chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A beautiful mess, I love to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really grateful for your time today. And I would love to ask you two last things. Sure. One is how everyone can stay connected with you. Mm-hmm. And the other is if you have a couple of tips for how we can stay organized with our photo collections, you're just like, if you have just a couple of quick, yeah, do we'll this and reduce yeah. that overwhelm we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, thank you for that. Okay, first of all, I'll give you the links for your show notes, okay? But my yes. website, chrisladon.com has some resources, okay. uh, little bite-sized pieces that people can actually download, print, and use. Uh, I have a freebie called Obliterate Overwhelm. So when you have all these thoughts in your head about your pictures and you just need to get it out of your head and down on paper and then figure out, is this really a mountain or is it really a molehill? You know, um, that tool is is a freebie uh, resource that I I would love for your audience to have. And in addition, um, here's a tip for staying on top of it instead of fixing everything, just a nice bite-sized thing. When you're taking pictures, especially on vacation, times when you're taking a lot in a day, especially, yeah. Yeah. Um, before you plug your phone in and, and open up to back up to your cloud, yeah. just try to eliminate just what you did today that's extra. Look for the oopsies, look, mm-hmm. look for the mistakes and try to delete them before you plug in and hook up to Wi-Fi so that you're backing up just the best of today's. And if you're on vacation and you find yourself taking more than usual, uh, maybe on a break, maybe, you know, while you're, I don't know, online or waiting for a ride or just where you had the downtime. If you Mm -hmm. stay on top of that every day, you'll come back with hundreds, not thousands, (laughs) which is a big difference, (laughs) which is a very big difference. And then you don't have to delete them twice. You're deleting the not the not necessary items once. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like putting things away at home once instead of right. moving it to to then put it away. Just put it yes. away the first time, right? So I time. hope I hope that that's a obvious but helpful reminder. Yeah, <laughs> for that's somebody. a great tip. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Thank you. Aww, well, thank you. Thank you so much for this conversation. I really really enjoyed it, and it 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 really did bring back some memories that I wasn't expecting. So it was really nice. Oh, I'm so glad. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today for this conversation, my friends. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Join the Facebook community to stay inspired about home-centric living. Check out my tips on creating a home-focused life in the show notes. And if you have any questions for me or today's guest, submit them below and I will do my very best to get them answered. I want everyone to feel inspired to see the power of a strong and secure home life. So please share this episode with someone who came to mind during the conversation. I'll see you next Monday, my friends, because we never miss a Monday around here.